off your pimples? Yeah, I did. What the hell? It's bleeding. Is it out. bleeding? Ugh, yeah. Is it gooey too? Yeah. <laughs> I just popped my pimple. Everybody who's listening. Oh my god, Riss, we just started. Yeah. You know, that's how you gotta be. You just gotta Can you restart it. this? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's okay. It's whatever. It's not like we had an intro that we're gonna do, so whatever. This is our intro. No, this can't be our intro. We're so, we're so embarrassed. <laughs> he just popped his nipple in my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's Do you have tissues? Is it actually that bad? No, it's, it's no, it's fine now. It's just a little I, bit. I bad. hate how after you pop it, it starts like it starts showing more. Like it's more. That's why I tell you to stop popping now. I know, but it's addictive. I know you have to stop. It's so, like, it's so tempting, you know. Or like maybe it's the way you pop it too. You you have to kind of do it gently. The way you know. do it is kind of like. Because with me, with me, I, I I don't know. I get I I feel satisfied when I see it like. Have you ever have you ever popped a pimple and like splurts onto the mirror? Ew, that's never that's actually disgusting. I mean, we're starting <laughs> no. this right now. No, no. one's gonna want to listen to this. <laughs> no, sometimes that happens. It's like because I'm close to the mirror, right, and I'm focused, and then I'm trying to pop it, and then it just it goes on the mirror, and I'm like, oh shit, and then I just kind of. How you, big was your pimple? It was you know it was high school pimples, high school pimples. You right? never had acne though. No, no, I never had acne, but I would get like every once in a while I'd get one. Yeah, that would happen happen to me too. Was, I wouldn't. I never had acne, but I'd get like random pimples sometimes. I had I had acne. What's that? It's like like butt acne. No. <laughs> <laughs> you and your hairy ass. I know, but but my hair would cover it. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you know how girls. Okay, wear... we're actually restarting no. this. <laughs> okay, okay. Now it's like. Take it from the top. Let's pretend like none of this happened. Welcome okay. to episode number two. <laughs> Alrighty. Hello, everybody. I hope everything is going well. Welcome to the Living Your Best Life podcast. Dude, you, know what, you know what I realized? I realized that like this, like right now, this episode is like the first time we kind of actually have like a long conversation and like probably like since the last time we had the podcast because we've been so busy. And yeah. I feel like I feel like we haven't had actually no the other day we did have like we were we were together chilling like, and we kind of had yesterday. a long time. <laughs> but I don't know I just feel like I feel like it's been a little while. Yeah, it has been am a I while. crazy? Yeah. Well, not. I mean, we were together literally a day ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry for trying to be romantic. Like that's not very romantic. I don't know. I thought it was romantic. I thought it was cute. You know, like people think that this is like you know our heart to hearts and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, actually, you're right. Like. We have such a busy schedule that we don't get to have full-on conversations sometimes. Like some days yeah. it's just like just updating each other on what's happening. Yeah, I feel day. like I feel like that's a lot of it because you like when I'm at work, you're mm-hmm. at work, and then even after work, you're kicking it with uh, like doing your 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 microwaving. My microwaving. You're, you're microwaving <laughs> people's eyebrows. So it's uh-huh. just like you know you, you don't make time for me no more you know I just feel like you know your your microwaving has taken over your life and yeah I need, to, I'm just, I need I'm to just, throw away my microwave for I'm, you right I'm just, I'm just somebody is that what that you want me to, to do uh, but uh, how was your day of microwaving microwaving was awesome although I just I remember I told you that I didn't want to do uh, clients on Sundays mm-hmm. I wanted that day to be like uh, more of a social media um day where we do like our our podcast i work on my uh, social media do a little bit of extra stuff Mm. relax yeah but i booked her pretty early on so obviously i'm going to take her yeah well i mean you know at the end of the day it's like when you're you're first starting i feel like you just kind of take what you take 
yeah, you take that's everything true. and that's how you kind of build the experience. And yeah, definitely. The, kind of build your portfolio that way. And then from there, you just, you know, make your own schedule, do whatever you want, whenever you yeah. want. Type of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. So did it go well today? I feel like, I feel like on your Instagram, you posted two pictures. Or was that from the other? Oh, YouTube? that was probably from the other. I have so many photos that I haven't posted up yet. Let me show you. Dude, you got to post them, dude. I know. What I are you have doing? Like, I, well, You're keeping today, the people waiting. I know. Well, I have so many that I haven't. Let me show you her brows. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy how? Um, I was actually thinking about this because I was at work, mm-hmm. and my manager, um, he was he was basically he was saying like um, like they, they were just talking about how like their wives hate the fact that they stay at work late. Sometimes like you know when it gets busy and they kind of they don't come home on time, they get angry and they're just like oh, oh you know, really like, like they get upset at it. Like and I was just thinking like maybe because they're older that's the case, but I feel like I feel like for for us. You know, I when you're working and I know that you're working, even if we're not talking, I'm just like, yo, that's my that's my girl. You know what I mean? Just get him. You know, like I, I'm happy about it. Like I feel almost proud. You know, and yeah. I feel like you're the same way. Where it's like, you know, this is this is how it's supposed to be in a relationship. You're supposed to support each other in each other's grinds. You know? Yeah, definitely. Maybe it's different because they actually live together, whereas we don't. Yeah. So maybe like the wife would be waiting for them at a certain time, and then they wouldn't come, and then that would. Yeah, be... maybe that's it. To be honest. But at the same time, I mean, like, they're they're out there grinding, you know. They're bringing the bread home. Yeah, bringing home the bacon. <laughs> yeah, they're bringing home the. Astaghfirullah. <laughs> <laughs> they're bringing home the bread. <laughs> yeah, the bread. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I the just find it, I find it weird, you know, because it's like I I feel like. A lot of people want to live a certain way. Yeah. But, you know, when it kind of comes down to, like, making that lifestyle, like, come to fruition and, like, the sacrifices that it takes to kind of get there, a lot of people kind of get turned off by that. And they just, they're like, yo, you you can't have both. You can't have a good life without, you know, the hard work. And, you know, like, if you're, if you want the good life, you have to kind of expect the hard work. And that's the sacrifice you make. You know, to get to where you want to be and get to the lifestyle that you're trying to get to. You know? Yeah, definitely. I think it, there's there's nothing wrong with uh, your man working overtime at work or mm-hmm. uh, your girl working overtime at work. Mm-hmm. It's all about, I mean, balance, you know. Yeah. Like you can go a full-on week, uh, like, going at it at work. But, but as long as, I mean, you're putting you're still putting in that effort in your relationship, yeah. still making time. Like, for example, with us, I mean, we do, we have, I feel like we have a pretty good balance, like, we're working uh, all week. But, I mean, every weekend we just we have like a day where we go out yeah. and we also see each other and all that stuff. Yeah, like we we do a great job of that. Of, and also, I feel like it's also getting on the same page. I feel like we do a great job of that of just talking about what it is that we actually want. Yeah. Because if it's unclear to you, like what my vision is, then you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to support me because you don't understand what I'm doing. And if your vision isn't clear to me, then how am I going to support you? Because I don't understand what you're doing. Yeah, but it's exactly. like if we're talking, communicating our visions and our goals with each other, and we're kind of like, you know, this is where we want to get to. This is where we want to be as, you know, husband and wife or, you know, just in a relationship in general, this is the destination that we want to get to. And we understand kind of the steps that we have to take. We kind of, not only do we accept the fact that, you know, we're going to put in extra hours, but we kind of enjoy it and we embrace it and we support each other in doing that because it's like, yo, we're trying to get to the same place. So let's just get there as fast as possible. Yeah, exactly. I think it definitely does help a lot. The fact that me and you, we both, we both aim very high. We both have, you know, goals that we want to achieve. Mm. So we don't really get in between 
in, in between that. Whereas like if someone, if one was very uh, ambitious, whereas the other one is just chilling all the time, it's kind of like you get, you kind of get bored. You just want your significant other to yeah. uh, be with you. Whereas, mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't understand what they're going through where it's, that the fact that they're trying to achieve something and yeah. you're just kind of just you're kind of just chilling so yeah and and honestly man like it's hard like it's hard enough as it is like i can only imagine if we challenging not hard yeah but it's hard man like it, it yeah. is hard i get it's challenging it's hard it's, it's just sometimes it's just not pretty you know what i mean like sometimes it's just brutal you go to work you you're like doors get closed in your face and it's like the last thing that you want to do is come to your significant other who's supposed to be the one that's kind of uplifting you in your hard times and yeah. they're just shutting more doors in your face and they're acting like they're doing something wrong when it's like you're getting beat up all week because you're trying to make things happen for yourself or for, mm-hmm. for the relationship or for your future and it's like the last thing that you want is to have your significant other be like yo what are you doing you're not making enough time for me because it's hard man like I said, it's hard it's challenging yeah, it it's is. hard and it's like I still remember before we we started talking, you know, like not the first time when you broke my heart, but <laughs> but no, like the like before we started talking, I remember it was it was difficult to like make something happen because when you don't have the support that you need to kind of overcome the the difficulties, you almost kind of like get consumed by your own like negativity. And I feel mm-hmm. like every time something bad would happen and like I didn't have like um like a way to kind of channel it or like somebody to kind of bounce ideas off of or somebody to kind of uplift me when I when I needed that it just became that much more difficult and I was just like shit you know and I, I would get stuck in ruts and I would just stay there because it's like okay you know what am I supposed to do you know but then you know when we started talking it was different because even when I was in those same ruts it was like you know it was different because there was somebody there that was like yo you know what just you know, get your shit together, make shit happen. I believe in you. And from there, we'll just prosper together. And I felt like that was such a, yeah, such an underrated thing. You know, it's such an underrated thing. And, you know, for, for everything that, for everything that like I'm working towards, I feel like a lot of it is not possible if you don't have somebody that's constantly supporting you. And I feel like that's why a healthy relationship is very, very important. Because oh, yeah. it will actually get you further than yeah. anything that, you know, will get you further than than you could get when you're just on your own, you know? Yeah, it's definitely so much more challenging, like, doing all this stuff on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, you, especially not ha- having people around you who don't understand you as much, mm-hmm. who aren't on the same path as you. That's why it's always good to surround yourself with the like-minded people. Yeah. And sometimes... Where that can be your spouse, your... Uh, your uh, friends, your family, but you, it's very important to have a very uh, supportive uh, environment environment around you. And I feel like I feel like a lot of people confuse support with love, and I feel like sometimes the two they they don't they don't they're not the same thing, you know. So I feel like you know people say, oh well, you know my family is my is my is my you know support group, but sometimes that's not the case because even the people that love you sometimes don't really support you. So there's kind of like that, that little conflict of interest where, you know, sometimes people that love you, they think that what they're doing is supporting you. They think it's what's best for you, but they don't understand that what they're saying or what they're doing is actually detrimental to you. And it's actually detrimental to your growth and actually shoots you in the foot in getting to where you're trying to get to. Sometimes you know what's best for you. 
you always, you always yeah, know what's best you for always you. know what's best you for know? you. I feel like what happens like like support support isn't somebody telling you what's best for you. Support is just somebody supporting you in what you already know. You know, because it's nice to hear somebody else say it. Like if I want to, you know, achieve something in my mind, I'm like, okay, I can achieve it. But it's different when somebody else tells you that you could achieve it because you can be, you know, essentially like in your mind, you could be delusional. But when somebody else says it, it kind of gives you that like push where it's like, yo, you know what? This actually can happen. Somebody else sees it with me, you know? Yeah. And it's very, like very underrated. It's a very underrated thing. Yeah. You know, I always believe that whatever decision you make, it's the right decision. Whether you think it's right or wrong, Mm -hmm. it's always going to be the right decision because everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I remember a while back, my friend, uh, this was... This was a mistake on her part, but something happened between her uh, and some other girl. And she was talking to me about it. I was pretty, um, I wasn't subjective. I was more objective the, the way I answered to her. I didn't tell her to not do it. I didn't tell her to do it. I told her, you know what, whatever you feel is best, you do that. Because uh, like, if you value this, if you don't, if you actually value what you're, uh, if you actually value that other person, you won't do that. But if you feel like what you're doing is right, go ahead and do it. You know what, though? I feel like most people, when they come to other people for advice, I feel like it's more so to just get a get like an agreement from them. Oh, you yeah. know, like, like I notice this with a lot of people. Sometimes, you know, somebody would come to me for advice and they're not even looking for my advice. They're just looking for me to agree with what they're saying. You know, they come to you like, hey, what do you think about this? Do you think I should do this? And it's like you tell them your actual opinion and they're just like, uh, okay, bye. I'm going to go talk to somebody who agrees with me. You know, it's- a lot of the times, whether you tell someone, to, uh, <laughs> tell someone to do something or not, most people, hundred, like hundred, most of the time, they'll just, they'll just do whatever they want to do. Yeah. They just talk to you about it to see your opinion. But regardless, they're going to do what they yeah, and, and that's why, like, I feel like giving advice you know, like trying to give people advice. Like I always get people that, that, that like, you know, whether it's friends or just people that I know, it's like, Oh, how did you, you know, like you're so young. Like, how, how are you guys, how are you certain that you're the girl that you're with is the girl that you want to marry or, you know, oh, like you got lucky with your relationship or like, you know, how did you like whatever stuff like that. And then I'm always like, um, I'm always like, well, it's not, it's not luck. It's not anything where it's just like, you know, like we worked for this shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't something like we didn't have, it wasn't all just good and you know, it has like to be mutual. It. Yeah, it was mutual and we worked on it, you know? And it's like a lot of people, they kind of want that easy answer, especially when they come to you for advice. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like I personally just, I don't really give advice. I just kind of like when somebody asks me something, it's not like I know everything. I'm not a fucking, I'm, you know, I, I don't know shit either, you know? But it's like when when somebody comes and asks me something, it's just I, usually what I do now is just instead of kind of wasting my energy trying to like explain to them my perspective i just kind of say hey like you know cool you know it's like yeah. i just kind of hear what they think and then i just kind of say okay yeah. that's what you, you know think what? is right just do that you know what? a lot of people feel though that they need guidance from someone else i remember i was kind of like that it was like that with a lot of things like the way i dress if i'd go shopping i'd ask if i'm shopping with someone else i'd always ask for an opinion and if they don't like it but i personally like it i usually won't get it yeah with pictures also, I remember I was so big on this. I would not post a I would not post a picture without my friend's approval. Yeah. That, like and then after a while I kind of noticed how crazy that was that if I like something, I should I should post it. I mean, it, my opinion should matter more than mm-hmm. anyone else's and it's, that's only one opinion, right? Yeah. There's like 
you might like something, but then your friend doesn't like something, but then other people might like something. Everyone, everyone sees something differently, you know? Yeah, it's true. hundred percent. And you know what? That, but that's why you should uh, always um, value your own opinion. Of course. Of course. And you know what? I was thinking about, I was actually thinking about this this morning because I was thinking about kind of the idea that as human, as humans, we're so like, I feel like we're programmed almost to kind of value other people's opinions and what people think and kind of the way we sit in terms of like the other people's perspectives, like of us. Um, and I feel like as humans, it's kind of something like that's just taught to us from a young age. It's just programmed into us. And Why do you think that? I mean, I just think that the society, the way it is, is all about like, especially now with social media, it's all about presenting it and getting likes. You know, yeah. it's all about like, here's my life. Do you like it? You know, like, oh my here's God, my yeah. picture. Do you <laughs> like it? Here's my, you know, vacation. Do you guys think that it was cool? You know, and people can't go on vacations without taking pictures of their vacation. They're not even enjoying their vacation. They're just hoping that it gets a lot of likes or, you know, it's just like, I, I like even nowadays with this whole like, um, like social media craze. Like you see even the viral videos, like the ones on like six buzz or whatever. It's mm -hmm. just all it is, is like whatever happens, a car accident, a fire, people, they don't experience things real, like in real life. They experience things through, through their phones. The first yeah. thing they do is they just record everything. It's like, it could be the most horrific thing. And it's just it's a second nature. You just pull out your phone and you start recording it. Yeah, that's Like true. it's almost like we almost. They're trying like, to show it off to other people. Yeah, it's not even showing it off. It's just like, that's, that's like, kind of how, what that's what life is now. It's just like, you know. Before it was like we look for people's approval when we're in social settings and we go home. We're just kind of we're ourselves now. But it's like now we're always in social settings because we have a little social device that's just sitting in our pocket all day. Mm -hmm. You know, think like how many relationships do you think that social media or just that type of shit? Like how, how many relationships do you think that that's destroyed? Just so the many. idea of like just, you know, all having easy access to just people and everything in life and like people are so into your personal and private shit and you're into everybody else's business. Yeah. Like, especially because, <laughs> especially with the fact that like, I mean, there's like so many photos of naked women now online mm -hmm. and like, it can't even, it, it's not even intentionally, but like your man will be scrolling and then he'll see something that's, yeah. you know, inappropriate. Yeah. And not me though. <laughs> I hope so. Arab men don't cheat. I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, like it's sometimes it's like it's unintentional. You just see it, and then it's like always. Some girls will be like furious about that, but I mean, there's nothing you can do about it, and that also builds up sometimes. I don't know with some men who might build up thoughts in their head. Yeah, that's a form of cheating, right? <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's. I feel like once you get to that point, I feel like it's it's not even. It's a deeper issue than just being attracted to other other girls. Because mm -hmm. there's always, like as human beings, we're always attracted to other people. You know what I mean? Like there's always like, you know, we're just, we're humans at the end of the day. But it's like, it's, you know. It's the action a, that a, actually. A, yeah. But it's not even, like it's not even, it's like the, um, the idea that it's like, you know, like we're, you're in a relationship and you're respecting the boundaries of the relationship and you're going to, you know, respect your partner and you know, make sure that you're never doing anything that makes them look bad. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like that's very important. Never, ever embarrass your significant other. Oh, yeah. You know, never, ever, like, don't put them in a situation where anybody's laughing at them. 
never put them in a situation where people are just like, oh, you know, like, look, look at this person's man or look at this. Uh, yeah, that's know, why I'm so against like um, uh, when a man's in a relationship and then he goes and comments on another girl's photo, like yeah. some some whole shit, you know? Yeah, some whole shit. On the so, men's part. That's some whole shit right there, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because think about the other girl, how she feels, and like. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, but I feel like nowadays. There's but just actually, so whole... many, so many people are very open about that, though. But you know what it is? It's like I feel like nowadays people think that like, like, there there, there was this whole like thing where it's like, oh, you know, like, uh, I'm not controlling, you know, like I'm not like. I'm I'm an open yeah. person, and it's like oh, uh, now everyone's what, trying to be overly open. Overly open, and it's like to the point where it's like, if you get angry about stuff like that, you're just like, you're oh, what you're insecure? Angry. Like, what are you insecure? Like, oh, you have an insecurity problem? It's like, yeah, no, man. It's just I respect myself, I respect the relationship, and I want to keep my relationship between me and my partner. And you know, I'm not the person that believes in like. It's not to say that you don't find people attractive, mm-hmm. because that would be controlling. If I would be like, "Hey, don't find people attractive." Yeah. <laughs> but the idea is respect, like respecting each other to the point where it's just like you're not gonna, you're not gonna like embarrass the other person, you know. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you messed up your mascara. Dude. Oh my god, be right back, guys. You can talk to the. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's your it's your captain speaking. Um, you have uh, reached the halfway point of this podcast. Please fasten your seatbelts. Wow, why didn't you tell me about this early on what? when I was uh, rubbing my eyes? Okay, anyways, it's good now. Because I didn't want to embarrass you in front of all of our listeners. Good thing you guys can't see my mascara. I know. Good thing you guys can't see my heart. Yeah, my you heart. finally got a haircut. I know. I've been too busy to get a haircut. Like How often do busy. guys get a haircut usually? I don't know. I th- usually it's every two weeks. Really? Like dudes get a haircut every two weeks. I heard Me, it's like more get... like every month. Like I get a haircut every one, month and a half. I heard some guys get it every week. Some I, I feel like that's that's extreme, but for them, it's like they feel more fresh when they have it. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of like me with my eyebrows. Like if I get them, if I don't get them done every week, hmm. if I don't maintain them, like pluck them or anything, I feel like I don't feel like I don't feel as confident for some reason. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a big difference. Getting a haircut and not having a haircut. Oh, you're a different. You're a completely different dude. Yeah, definitely. Like it, that's like me with my eyebrows. If I don't do my eyebrows every week, like I haven't. Yes, la- last week was the first time I did them in a while, which is like two and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is two and a half weeks where yeah. I didn't do them, and honestly, like my mood was, like my confidence, my confidence went a little bit down. You know, yeah. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like myself. What? <laughs> I was uh, was going through uh, going through something, you know. <laughs> wow, you didn't tell me. That would have made you feel beautiful again. I would have been like, "Baby girl." I'd be like, "You're lying. My eyebrows are done." <laughs> I, I would have been like, "I would have been like, baby girl." Although your eyebrows is bushy, but I still love you. My eyebrows never get that bushy, but like. Some girls could actually really rock bushy eyebrows, but I feel like those are like the girls with light eyebrows. My, my eyebrows are dark. So if I don't do them, they show, which, yeah, I just don't feel as uh, clean. I don't have them done. <laughs> Your eyebrows are always good, though, from what I see. Right now, they're done. A week ago, they weren't. Yeah, they're like, um, they're like the. Did you notice, though? I actually never noticed shit. Like, you always said, oh, my eyebrows are so bushy. I'm just like, where no for me it makes a difference yeah 
you're 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 too into the details. Well, I mean, you're you're an eyebrow person. Yeah. You're an eyebrow lady, so you kind of notice the details. Yeah. I feel like uh, every girl notices like literally everything on their face. Sometimes uh, girls will come to you, come to me and they'll be like, "Oh, like I have this," and I'm I'm just like, "Wait, where?" <laughs> I'm like, "What? What are you trying to change? You're trying to change? You're trying to get surgery for that? What?" <laughs> There's a book. It's called Psycho Cybernetics. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, plastic surgeon. He's a he's a doctor. Oh yeah, I think and, you told me about that. Yeah, so he's a plastic surgeon. And he also has a master's degree in, or he has a doctorate in, um, in psychology. So he's a plastic surgeon. He's also a psychologist. The reason for that was because as a, as a um, plastic surgeon, he noticed a difference in the personalities of people when he did plastic surgery on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was very curious about that. He wanted to know what the psychological, um, basically what the psychological differences are what what actually happens psychologically when people go through that transformation like what are the changes that happen so what happened was he got his doctorate in psychology he studied that and he actually figured out what happens so there's two essentially we have two images we have the image um, that we kind of portray to society and we also have image that's internal like the way we see ourselves so that image is the image that's kind of built up through experiences and kind of it's kind of also through where how you configure your mind so if your mind is constantly focused on a certain aspect of your character or a certain aspect of your past then that will kind of be at the forefront of who you think you are as a person so let's say you're somebody that's failed a lot in life if that's all you focus about like internally on a subconscious level in your mind the inner you your self-image is a failure because essentially that's what's at the forefront of your subconscious. So he studied that and he noticed that there's people that he would do plastic surgery on, he'd perform surgery on them. And he noticed that some people after getting like significant changes, operations that are huge, change their face completely. When he goes, like he successfully finishes the operation, they come out of it and they're looking at the mirror and he kind of observes them. And he notices that, you know, they spend a little bit of time looking in the mirror and just kind of looking at the essentially the surgery what happened what what was changed and from there they go back to him and they're just like yo like you didn't even do anything nothing's changed like you haven't changed anything on my face and he like him he's like weirded out because he just performed a crazy surgery on their face and changed rearranged their whole entire face but in their minds they're kind of stuck in that same self-image so nothing has changed to them and there's some people where he performs minor surgeries on them where it's like nothing significant at all. Yeah, and it changes And as soon as right? they come out, they go from introverted to extroverted. They go from quiet to loud. Yeah. And all that is not because of the physical change that happened, but it's because the self-image with like inside their minds, that was what was changed. It's almost like a placebo effect in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's pretty odd and it's interesting to see like the the, the links between, you know, how we see ourselves internally and how we see ourselves you know, externally, how the world sees us. So the first person would see themselves more internally ugly, whereas the other person that was happy after, it was just an external thing. Essentially, he realized that the way you see yourself has nothing to do with your physical appearance. It's all about the way you see yourself inside. So if you see yourself as ugly, no matter how much you rearrange your face, you'll always be ugly to yourself. You know yeah, what I mean? That's so true. And so, other people might see you as ugly too, just because you see yourself as ugly. Yeah, it's true. It's, the way you uh, you uh, bring yourself out to others, 
is always a reflection yeah of what other people see of how other people will see yeah. you i noticed that like um if you're a genuinely like happy you know uplifting person people will see you as a beautiful person yeah that you won't even notice like your flaws like mm-hmm. that like your flaw your um your positivity will will overcome any flaw physical flaw that you have yeah. where someone that's beautiful has perfect futures yeah and uh, has a very ugly personality very negative mm-hmm. that will uh, ruin all of their beauty yeah yeah and it's like even like i feel like it makes you age like as you get older and you're so negative like i feel like yeah, your it, face it just starts rearranging in a way where it's just it's actually you physically get uglier because you just your internal is ugly you know what i mean oh yeah like, i feel like there's people that are just hideous to look at as they get older and it's just i feel like it's because they're just there's so much ugliness within them yeah that it just kind as of, beautiful as it, their it futures are yeah it, it does change the way they uh they physically look yeah oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. do you want to keep it moving do you want to keep it going because we are reaching kind of the end of the the 30 minute mark are we gonna crop this part out no just keep it in what is this in hollywood <laughs> crop it out what does it look like you got time for that so we're actually using Anchor for this. So it gives us 30 minutes max. Usually we go over that and uh, we start another start another uh, yeah, we, recording and then we just put it together. Okay, I guess we should just do that too. Yeah, so, we'll just do it. Okay, okay we'll back, stop guys. recording. After the first episode. Yeah, guys, 30 minutes. Like if you guys are still listening to this, that passed by quick, even for us. Like um, maybe as a listener, it passed I by feel quick. Like but I can for talk- us, it passed by quick. Yeah, too. I feel like I can talk for another two hours. I remember when we first started out, actually, I'm like, how are we going to talk for 30 hours an hour? Like how? But now it's like it's it flows so easily that you just want to keep talking. Yeah, we're just chilling. We need some couches up in here, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm on that soon. <laughs> Dude, we'll, we'll get some couches. We'll oh, get yeah. some speakers. We'll get some I actually candy. have a speaker. I bought one. Uh, I bought one a week ago off Amazon. Got yeah. it today. It's upstairs though. What do you need a speaker for though? Bump some jams, dude. I don't think anyone wants to listen to jams. You rather hear us speak, right? Right, guys? No, I'd rather listen to jams than listen to you speak. <gasps> Excuse me. I'm just joking. I love you. I you love better. You. you look very good today. Huh? I always look good. I know, but today it's like something special. You say that every time you see me. I know. <laughs> I think because you know why? Because I like I put some love in that ice cap that I got you. Oh, so I was ugly before I drank that ice cap. Uh, you know, I mean, no comment. <laughs> no, <laughs> but um, but no. Today I feel like you're you're glowing a little bit. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I don't even okay. have makeup on. Okay, now it's your turn to start complimenting. Me. Um, yeah, you look good with your new haircut. Um, thanks. What else? Your beard is on fleek. Oh, really? What else? Yeah. Uh, that's it. Have a good person. Cricket, crickets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cricket no, sound. don't, don't. You've embarrassed you me have enough. A good personality. <laughs> we should talk more. <laughs> you know what? I was actually um, I was thinking about um, like my. I'm joking. Th- we were so handsome. I, I was thinking. I was thinking about like my childhood. This morning, actually, it's funny that you bring that up because um. Me, I remember as a kid, like, I was very, like, um, I don't know, I was very, like, I, I don't know. I had, like, a very bad, like, self-image issue. Really? I mean? yeah, 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 because, like, I feel like I had, like, very bushy eyebrows. 
And like I was very like you know you also I was went, a chubby kid too. You also went to a very white school, so I'm sure like that <laughs> that played yeah. a huge role, right? I think so too. I think so too. Because yeah, that would. But be... you know what? Because because like in that school though, like it was nice because um, like people were cool. Like to be honest with you, it was fun. Like I enjoyed it, <laughs> but definitely like I remember wanting to be like I remember I was so obsessed with Fifty Cent and I wanted to be black. Like I wanted to be like one of like I wanted to be like you know like those like You're... Fifty Cent like rapper. No way you were. You were in a way school wanting to be like a 50 Yeah, I used cent. to like low ride. I used to wear like, you know, my, like, you know, I used to wear like, like fitted hats and mm-hmm. just put them to the side and just, you know, walk around like I was gangster. I remember in grade two, I had, no, probably even earlier than that, but I used to have a reading buddy. Remember reading buddies? Like the, the older kids that used to come to your class and they'd pair you up with one of the this kids. I don't remember if we had that. Well, I think the people listening would have that because I don't know what school you went to, but everybody <laughs> had that. But I remember I had a reading buddy who would come. And then, like, you know, the reading buddies would ask the kids, like, hey, what do you, so when do you want to be when you grow up? You know, the kids would be like, oh, I want to be a police officer. I want to be a, a firefighter. I want to be a this. I want to be a that. Yeah, I see and where then, this is going. And then, and then the kid, I remember the kid asked me, I still remember this. He's like, the kid asked me, like, yo, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, I want to be a gangster. I swear to God, I remember that stuff. And he started dying. And, and you were I, serious? I was dead serious because I was watching 50 Cent. Did you hear other people's answers before you answered? No, I didn't give a f- I didn't care about other people's answers. Just, yeah, yeah, don't I, swear I, on those podcasts. I saw, I saw 50 Cent and I was just like, yo, that's the motherfucker I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's who, that's that's like my, that's my guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to watch all his videos. I was like, imagine, I was like a grade two, jamming out to 50 Cent, watching Get Rich or Die Trying like 17 times. I remember my sister... <laughs> She bought me a do-rag. And I oh, wore, my God. And I, she supported it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she did that. But she straight up bought me a do-rag. I put it on. I went to school. I thought it was so cool. And then I just oh, I had one around. of those, too. And then all the black kids started laughing at me. Because we had, like, three black kids in the school. And for some reason, they all happened to be at that exact spot at that day when I decided to wear my do-rag for the first time. <laughs> So it was like, I was like, you know, I was, un, I was revealing it to the world and they happened to be right there. Like there's three, like the probability of the three black kids in the school, <laughs> out of a school of like a thousand white kids that happened, they happened to be there as soon as I was revealing it and they just kind of laughed in my face and they just crushed my dreams and I just kind of put my hoodie back on. Did you feel on. embarrassed? Yeah, I just put my hoodie back on and I just kind of slowly walked away. <laughs> I remember my brother owned one of those too and uh, for some reason, this was, I think I was like seven at that age. But I wanted to dress up in his clothes and wear that and put like a snapback on. Yeah. So I actually have a photo of me when I was uh, oh like seven. God. And I like his clothes and a snapback. And I don't know. That. I don't know if I have photos. I'm I was trying to be a gangster. That'd too. be so cool if I have a photo of that and you have a photo of that and we just put it together. And like you just make it like, you know, like we make like a rap album. And we just like put it as a cover and we're just like, yo, like you're just dressed up in gangster and I'm just dressed up in gangster. <laughs> We just drop an album together. Oh. Gay. Just... <laughs> yo, yo, yo. No. <laughs> you know I used to rap? Remember that? Yeah, I remember. I you should a... drop your... Can I play it right now? I was actually a pretty sick rapper, huh? Yeah, let's let the audience hear I remember it. grade 7. Those were my days. I had okay, bars. What's... What is it called? I don't want to say it because people might search okay, it. Here, you search it up. Okay, I'm going to search it <laughs> so embarrassing the thing is i've been trying to delete it off youtube for the past i don't know how long mm, me too actually i have something remember i told you about this a while ago i thought it was deleted yeah but it's still up it's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing. you know what i'm talking about i have no idea what you're talking about but it's still free yeah okay let's see oh, there's a video to this one too 
Yo, I really hope nobody ever finds this on YouTube. Yeah. I don't think they will. Yeah, they can't because it's a completely different name. Yeah. One day when you're famous, it's going to be late. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. It has nothing to do with me. It hasn't, like, you, you can't even see the name. No, 100%. Unless, someone, someone's going to find it. No, no. The only way people will find it is if it's an inside job. Like if it's an inside job and one of my friends or you snake me up. I'm going to you know expose I'll be, you. <laughs> you, you, know, you know how Jesus in the Last Supper was like sitting around and he's like, one of you will betray me. That's how I'm going to be. If I ever get famous, I'm going to sit down and be like, one of you will betray me. And it'll probably, it's probably going to be like Hassan in the back of <laughs> It was me. <laughs> Might be me too. <laughs> that was just terrible. You they probably can't even hear it. I just realized because um, the microphones are probably not picking it up. Oh, really? Yeah. But those were the days. I remember that. That was like actually my dream. You want to know? Like I actually, like this is like, I was always like very ambitious. Yeah. So I remember like in grade seven, I was like, yo, I hate school. I wish I could just get famous right now so I don't have to go to school anymore. Like, I just didn't want to go to school anymore. I was like, yo, screw this. Because I remember... Yeah, who- you know what? School was never for you, I feel. I feel like oh, you're... Never. You were, you were always more of that, you know... Uh, Figure it entre- out. Yeah, yeah. Entrepreneur life, that, yeah. like, uh, famous life. Yeah, because I never had an issue, like, getting creative and, like, grinding it out. Mm-hmm. But, like, my issue was just sitting down in class. I hated being in class, man. I hated it so much. Hence why my senior year, I just skipped every day of my life. Like, yeah. I was literally never in school. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Me too. In grade 12, mm. I mean, I, I would never skip class, but I would have spare. Yeah. And literally, as soon as the bell would ring, I would literally book it. I would book it back have home. You ever I, yeah, I have. How many times? I don't remember, but I've skipped a couple times. Why are you times. trying to act cool? You probably know exactly <laughs> how many times you skipped. Um, times? I remember the first time I skipped actually was in grade 8. And grade 8? Yeah, Whoa. it was like the last day of school too. And oh, I was, okay, okay. Yeah, and you're was, not cool anymore. No, and I was terrified. Yeah. I still remember that we there was grade, you know, grade seven was the first time. Grade eight was the second time. Yeah. So grade seven, I was terrified. Yeah. So me and uh, a few other of my friends, I think this was also the last day of school. So it was the last day of school. Yeah. And we had a supply teacher. And it was like, uh, it was, it was our lunch break. So I'm like, Hey guys, what if we just didn't go to class? Like, what if we just skipped and stayed? So you were the one that recommended it? Yeah. I'm like, yo, we should just stay in the park and like chill. And then we're like, okay. Then they're like all agreed. But one of my cousin, Mm. (laughs) back in the day, she was a very like goody goody. She's like, Oh my God, you guys, I'm scared. Then she like ran back to class. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, Oh, I don't want to get in trouble. I'll just call my parents. (laughs) Yeah, so she ran back, her and I think some other girl. And then it was just me uh, and two other my friends. <laughs> so we were there, we were there chilling and it was raining that day. So we were like, yo, no, like, no. what are we doing? You know, yeah. should we just go back? Like, what, if, what if a teacher comes? Then we see like a, we saw someone from the bar. And then my friend is like, oh my God, guys, there's a teacher. So we start running to like the school. It turns out. Then when, once we get to the school, she's like, guys, I'm lying. It was it wasn't actually a teacher. <laughs> Yeah, but we were terrified back then. That's hilarious. I still remember my first, well, not my first time skipping, but like the first time like doing it in high school. It was grade nine. I, I remember I got expelled because I got in a fight. And then uh, I remember my dad, he told me that he might come to the school like that following the following day. <laughs> I remember just to talk story. to my manager. Like, yeah, not talk to my manager. He said he was going to come to my school like the following, I think like a day or two after, like mm-hmm. after my suspension was up because he wanted to talk to the principal about like what happened so me i'm like okay so i'm, I'm there i'm at school 
and then I'm chilling. Period one, he doesn't come. Period two, he doesn't come. It's lunchtime now. I'm just chilling. I'm like, ah, he's probably not gonna come. You know, let me just go skip. <laughs> you so, picked that day yeah. to skip. So, so I go and I skip with my boy, and we go to uh, Billings Bridge, and <laughs> we we're eating like shawarma. that was the spot. Oh yeah. So we're going. We're there. We're eating like shawarmas from that like weird, gross shawarma place, and we're just like eating and just chilling. Actually, it wasn't gross. It was pretty good, but we we're just chilling. And then on my way, like on the way back to school, I get a call from my boy. He's like, yo, Ahmed. I'm like, what's up, bro? He's like, bro, your dad is here. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, bro, your dad is here. He he called into your class and they were trying to bring you over to the office. And they said that you weren't in class. And when he was like, what the hell, where would he be? They said, well, we don't know. So they figured out that you're skipped. And I was like, oh, my God. So I rushed back to school. By the time I got to the office, he wasn't there anymore. So I was like, okay, yo, I'm dead. Like, I'm today I'm going home and I'm going to die. Today is the day that I die. I remember I got home and then like my daddy was scared. Like, yeah, like he had like he, his eyes would get bigger when he's angry. He'd go like this, you know. And I'm like, I met. I was like, yes. He's like, why were you not in school? I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I just did. I couldn't even say anything. Like there was nothing. Like I just, I was, I got caught. Like there was nothing that I can say that, that would get myself. Ooh, looking back though, you know what you could have said. What? You could have been like, I got hungry, so I went to Blanksbridge to get food, and then I was just late. But you know what the problem with that is? What? Is that it was right after lunch. So I literally had the whole entire <laughs> no, lunch you, break. No, you you could have said that you went during lunchtime, and then uh, the bus came late. Yeah, but I wasn't. So. See, I'm not a liar like you. Excuse okay? me. <laughs> I'm just giving you ideas whoa, of what you could have said. Minute. Since when are you so good at lying? Uh, I'm not a good said, liar. What? How do I know you're not lying right now by saying that? You might be. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I was terrified, bro. Like I got home and he was just like, yo, what the hell was that? And I was like, okay. And then like I had like that shit got skipping out of my system for like a month. Like I literally, uh, just a month? A month straight. <laughs> I just did not skip. I went to every class. I was early. I sat in the front. And like, yeah. I'm just joking. I remember, like, I was that was so funny. Like, I was like, what are the odds of the day that I want to skip and be cool? My dad shows up to high school. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. I miss, I, I don't miss high school. I take that back. But I kind of do miss high school. Do you? It was an experience. I don't miss, like, being what in class. What was your favorite year? Favorite year is grade 10. Were they? Yeah, grade 10, definitely. Because grade 11, I was barely there. <laughs> <laughs> grade 12, I mean, I got expelled. You're but, rarely there. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it kind of comes down to the experience, the overall experience, not being in the class, but the experience overall to me was fun. You know, like yeah. just looking back at it, the, the whole like, like carelessness of it, just, you know, like waking up every morning and your biggest worry was like, oh, what am I going to wear to school today? Well, we had uniforms, so that was even a worry for me. You know? <laughs> it was like my biggest I worry was like, what am I going to have outfits. for lunch today? You know what I mean? It was like, what am I going to eat for lunch today? It's like, that was like my biggest worry. Yeah. I remember I used to always plan on my outfits the day before. I was thinking about that actually uh, a while back. No, like not a while. Like I think a few weeks ago, I was thinking about them. Like, wow, why don't I do that anymore? That's like, I well, thought that, that saves me a lot of time in the morning. Think about it. Like how many, like, in high school, that was like your only thing. That was all you had to think about. Yeah, that's true. Now it's like you have 10 million things to think about. Yeah, <laughs> you, that's You don't true. have time to just plan your outfits for the night. You know what I mean? I know, but I used to get excited like the night before. I used to like plan on my outfits, what I'm going to wear to school. Ew. Oh. Are you going to say excuse me? I don't think they heard. I think they did. No, I don't, okay. I don't think well, I hope not. First your pimple, now this. <sighs> what do you want from You me? disgust me. I think we should uh, wrap this bad boy up. 
and call it a night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, guys. Stay tuned for another episode. New episode every Sunday. Sunday night. Sunday night, Monday morning. Yeah. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we figured out the intro. Now we have to figure out the outro. Like how, how are we going to like, you know, get creative with it? We'll figure that out. Okay, bye, guys. Okay, bye. <laughs>